Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Humanity Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. And guys, before we get into the episode, I'd just like to give a quick word to our sponsors, Ground Game Ireland and Tape Lab. If you're in need of any gi, no gi, MMA, apparel, boxing equipment, anything of the sort, check out Ground Game Ireland, whose code Humanity15, 15% off. And they also, guys, they also make custom gear. So if you're in need of any nice custom gear for your gym or even just for yourself, if you, you know, just want to make them for yourself because, <laughs> you know, you don't have a gym or whatever, whatever the case may be, they've, they'll have you sorted. They're pretty good with getting all the details correct. I recently got some custom gear made and I am very happy with it. <laughs> Not going to say people are jealous of it, but I've had a lot of people ask me, where can I get it? Oh, that's a nice one. I was like, oh, nah, it's only for me. <laughs> Ah, okay, but anyways, guys, we also are sponsored by Tape Lab. If you guys want to get ahead of your injury prevention or just look cool, you're training gi, because we all know it's very hard to look cool, you're training gi. You, got, you can tell I'm a no gi guy now. So, guys, check out Tape Lab in the description below, and you can also use code humanzy 15 for 15% off at checkout. Now, guys, with that said, let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Humanzy Jitsu Podcast. And, guys, I'm joined by a very keen proponent of. Autism, steroids, sexual deviancy, perceived homoeroticism, and just general weirdness. Jay Harridge, how you doing, Jay? Nothing to do with jiu-jitsu, I'm just having on because he's a weirdo. Yeah, I'm good, thanks yourself. I'm all good. Oh, you know, bit, you know I'm, a bit, uh, I'm a bit dejected that I had to, you know, scrape the bottom of the proverbial barrel to get people such as yourself on, but I'm grand. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, you just got this blue uh, average... Black, fresh, fresh black belt on the podcast. Oh yeah, I forgot. I just keep assuming you're a brown belt. So I keep forgetting because like you never wear a gi, and like, I got no. You have the, you have the demeanor of a guy who's been a brown belt for way too long. So I just keep assuming you're still oh, a brown belt. I've sexually assaulted, assaulted anyone yet, so technically I'm still a brown belt. Oh, you know, yeah, it's, there's, uh, there's, like for, for for legal reasons, that's a joke. But you know, there's still room for for improvement to iron out those details. <laughs> and she's. Well, once I achieve a, achieve a court case, then I'll be a back belt officially. Yeah, you know, just go to like you just you could just it could just be something small. Just go to small claims court over someone not paying their membership, and then boom, that's you in a court case after being getting a black belt. That's a, that's an easy fix. So someone, someone at his gym, stiff him on his fucking uh, membership. You know, ah <laughs> oh, lad, me listen to me giving terrible advice as per usual. <laughs> to be fair, I'm sure someone's going under the radar without paying. <laughs> We've all done it. Like, come on. We, we've all done some horrible things we don't regret. Like, we don't regret. Sorry, I don't regret not paying at all. Like, <laughs> you know, we, we've all done it where we paid for the two days a week membership and we've gotten three days a week, you know, because we're all just scumbags. And it sounds like a life sentence. Not much of a life considering you can only go just three days a week, but you know, it is what it is. Remember. I said, Jay, how'd you first get started in jiu-jitsu anyway? Do you have any previous martial arts experience or anything? Yeah, I, I did Kung Fu first. Um, did Kung Fu in North West London, and then the place I did it shut down. So I had to try something new, and ended up doing jiu-jitsu at Watchy Gracie. And then that group at the time. And um, yeah, but I was about nine, ten years old, so can't remember much of it but yeah started off doing kung fu which is more dancing than anything no, that's fair at least it wasn't capoeira or something that literally is dancing uh, i think capoeira is probably more effective than kung fu Ooh, shots fires <laughs> taking shots at your previous self <laughs> yeah kung fu's yeah i can't imagine doing kung fu in fight it's cool it's cool in movies though and i love the hitman films yeah 
I will say this. And they have that song about us, a uh, fucking Kung Fu fighting song. And Kung Fu Panda, so you know. Oh, uh, Kung Fu Panda, that, you know, if I could learn what you learned, then I'd be the best fighter in the world right now. Pink, the, pink, the pinky, the pinky. Uh, yeah, the, the first the fucking uh, Wushu finger hold. That's the one, yeah. That's that, over, overpowered. It is, by. It's better than a fucking upside down, belly down, fucking inverted heel hook from K-Guard or some shit. Way better. 100,000%. What's the K-Guard? Yeah. Good. Special K-Guard. Because, like, only only retired could fuck it up. Is that? Yeah. Well, I guess I'm not reason. Yeah. That's that's another terrible joke for the listeners. That's two. We've already gotten two in in the first four minutes. Okay. That's pretty pretty good uh, joke per minute ratio. Bad joke. This episode's going to be taken down in, in a week. Hmm. Uh, that's pretty, that's pretty slow, all things considered. I think, uh, if the sense, man, I remember during COVID, I used to just not say COVID in episodes or vaccines in case the algorithm fucked it up, but now I don't care. So, you know, say whatever you want, drop all the racial expletives, the conspiracy theories you want. Uh, it's all good. COVID, COVID was a myth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fuck it, definitely, definitely good taking that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, sure. Big grand. Iran, uh, what was it? Um, how long were you like? Did you compete much in your early days? Like, because you know, did you get to compete much in the children's brackets or anything? Did you get to fucking uh, fight like a prodigy sixteen-year-old green belt when you're not even training a week? So you know, something silly like that. Yeah, I, can, I competed with our suits like I was well, pretty much when I first started. I mean, like, yeah, when I first started, I competed, but back then there weren't many tournaments. But the one that was popular was in the XL and I'm doing, and then um. Yeah, I think I competed a lot up until sort of was about from about ten up until about fourteen, thirteen, and I kind of took a break for a few years because like I was just kind of smashing all the kids, not in there, not. And then um, I went like uh, sixteen. I was like, I want to compete again. Then I got absolutely destroyed because I hadn't competed for years, and I just took sort of took training for granted. And then, yeah, then. I'll sort the blue belt days. Hmm. So what you're saying is you used to assault children on the regular. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's going to get clipped. That's going to get clipped. Sorry. Just going to tell you now. <laughs> I hope so. But yeah, no, no, but I was, yeah, just used to, yeah, I've, I've always been competitive since I was, since I was little and now I'm still, still going. Hmm. Still going. And, I'm and I'm still terrible. I've, I've been recruited since I was 10. <laughs> yeah, says the guy who, who just won a match of Grapple Kings. Yeah, I haven't improved at all since I was 10. So you're saying a 10 year old can get in Grapple, fe- Grapple Fest? Sorry, Grapple Fest. Yeah, pretty much. For sure they can. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, as a lucky Arbor. I was getting, before that, I was getting smashed. Lucky no, but, uh, but, but you ended the smashing and done smashing back, so it's grand. It's grand. Yeah, I mean, it was all, it was, it was all act. I was like, you know, like, I was hustling. I was sort of throwing him off. If, if, I, if I let him get the better of me at the start, he's going to think, oh, this guy's bad. Now, nowhere. Arbor. Out of nowhere, and then uh, win the match against the black belt whilst whilst still the brown belt. Hey, Grant. I guess that's why they call you Arm God because you like. Then you're like, it's like you're heavenly with the escape attempts. Like you know, it's like you're a magic man, or something stupid like that. I don't know. I'm shredded. Why are you even called Arm God anyway? Oh God, that's an old story. Okay, this should be good. <laughs> um, well, I think my original. <clears throat> I wanted to call, my, call myself the arm collector first. Oh, another, another guy came into the gym and um, I was training. He's like, I was like, what's your Instagram? And he goes, the arm collector. And I'm like, you're the you're the guy. You're the reason why I couldn't Instagram wouldn't let me set my name to that. 
the guy who stole my username came to, came to the jail and yeah, I was like, you're the reason why I couldn't have that name. So then, do you know, what's that, Ab- Abby Rizzo, the brown? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. she used to be the Alba Queen. Unfortunately, why don't you change? Why don't you take her, take her, and take take that old username? It's it's up for grabs. You know, you know. I'll, I'll block where it is. <laughs> I'm just saying it's fitting, man. You can it'll go with your motif. <laughs> Basically, people argue who's better on us. Then we got drunk at a house party, and she actually unblocked me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jay. <laughs> so it turned out she was better on us. What did you do? Did you do a fucking EBI overtime round just for Spiderweb? Oh. We were just sparring. I like wasted. Excuses. Excuses. In, in, in the middle of this, of, of this like council flat in in Acton, <laughs> West London, and then yeah. Um, so I feel like so, I'm fucking kind of kind of shit. So I thought, you know, what, I'm God. Mm. I have to be the one. Yeah. Well, bro, I can't. I can't say much in terms of uh. What's it called? Terrible usernames and uh, jujitsu par- at house parties going awry because, okay, I used to work in a factory and we had to wear jeans and stuff, you know, because the fucking I don't know whatever. Anyways, um, so I tore my one fucking pair of work jeans by throwing my friend in a knee bar at a fucking house party. <laughs> I'll ruin it. Yeah, I fucking tore the, the fucking crotch off him. Like, so it's not like it's in the knee or something. I couldn't wear them for like years. I was like, oh lad, the fuck was I doing? Yeah, drunk and jiu-jitsu doesn't go hand in hand. Drunk jiu-jitsu. Well, I'm just saying, if those fucking sumo wrestlers can do the drunken fist, why can't we do the drunken, uh, drunken guard pull or something, something stupid like that? The drunken donkey slap. Sound. The drunken, the drunken slapping collar ties for eight minutes. Eight minutes. Yeah. Every every ADCC first round. Yeah. Or no, that's just eight, every ADCC final because they're not <laughs> yeah. on guard. Yeah, that's true. Or um. Well, it got the high rollers though in America, and got the high roll, high rollers get high before you fight. Out of time. I don't even smoke <laughs> smoke weed, but like if I done that, I just get fucked up and just not tapped anything, and then get that green belt, the fucking just, champion. You didn't get a belt, you just get a, a, a kilo of weed or whatever you get. Mm. Should be should be some crap. But I saw the high rollers belt. It was like a big green one, right? Or am I thinking of something else? Maybe I don't, I don't, I don't watch it. I don't I don't see the point of watching people high and do you assume it's like. <laughs> you just see them shoving each other with their fucking eyes out of their head. Yeah, exactly. I, I just know if I did it, I'd be asleep on the map. Just look like a corner. <laughs> you sort of take a nap or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. That's what I, I said, Jay, uh, how much has your game changed over the year? Like, if you over the years, like if you if you think back to what your game was a couple of years ago and what it is now, like, is there any major changes? Things you don't you do more, things you used to not do as much, or just just throw everything out the window a few years ago. I kind of redeveloped my game during COVID because before COVID, it's, it's kind of a weird time. COVID, like before COVID, everyone nobody knew deadlocks. When you come out of COVID, everyone knows them. So yeah, I think everyone took the fucking Owen O'Flanagan thing a bit too seriously, where he's like, "Oh yeah, the UK fair leg locks, the UK variant." So before that, because I was training with him during COVID, and like, yeah, his leg locks were like. World class, like he was happy out every thirty seconds to a minute with a leg lock. But yeah, that's actually when I realised I had to change my game. I was like, "Hang on, how's this guy so good and I'm so shit?" So I had to like 
I've re- I just watched and memorized all of Gordon's past the DVD, the first one, and then tried to base the game around that, which hasn't gone too well, to be honest. My passing still sucks in comp. <laughs> yeah. But man, uh, here's here's some little ways to make your uh, your passing more Gordon-esque. Uh, explain something way too much. Give a really weird detail about s- step seven of an 11-step sequence. Always say another great option and look at the camera weird. It's like, guys, another great option? Another great option? Like, just say it all the fucking time. Oh yeah, it does. That's like a thing. And that's, and that's where I skip. That's where I, that's where I fast forward. Because I'm watching his back, back attack DVD now and I was like, he explains the same thing ten times, and I'm just like, so like, I've seen this. I don't need to watch it another fifth, sixth time. Mm. That's why I find Gary's a lot. Gary's instructions are a lot easier to watch. Mm. Or guys, you do a perpendicular pommel post, a pommel post perpendicular sort of ways. <laughs> like, Gordon, shut up, bro. <laughs> I get it. Always spends, always spends the whole time Vic talking like, oh, this, this person's shit. This person sucks. This person's terrible. Yeah, our guys like like Bushasha is shit. <laughs> Bushasha, I, I've said this a billion times. Or my favorite thing about all the Gordon DVDs that he used your one Natalie. I'm sure she's a nice lady. I've never met her. Nothing against her personally, but she's a shit. Okay, every other second he's like, oh, so it's turn turn this way. So guys, we're in side control. It's like, okay, put put, put your frame up, please. So okay, every other second he's adjusting her and telling her to do so. I was like, bro, this fucking four hour DVD would be fucking at least three hours long if there wasn't any of this adjusting malarkey. Yeah, I would say he, he uses her for eye candy, but he definitely doesn't. <laughs> this is definitely, definitely not. Not bro. Not, just, just get pla- just get Placido Santos to be your fucking <laughs> gay. One, he gets the move right every time. He doesn't need adjusting. And two, that guy's sexy as hell. Have you seen his fucking arms? That guy, he's fucking. I'm not seeing his arms, but Craig, yeah, Craig uses him, doesn't he? And Craig uses him for his instructions. Oh no, uh, John Danner does because he still trains with New Wave. Uh, Placido. I see that, and Craig does as well. Yeah, both do I think because he's like the BJJ fanatics dummy. Mm. He's a uh, yeah. He's the professional Uke. <laughs> professional Uke, yeah, exactly. Yeah, professional dummy. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, like yeah, Gordon's a hard to watch sometimes. But that's why you can sort of skip through it and and stop, like. Yeah. I don't know who who do you think is more unbearable to watch, Gordon or John? Because like, I gotta watch John on at least two fucking or three times speed because he talks so slowly. It's great shit, but like, it's fucking hard to watch sometimes. Isn't Danaher? Isn't Danaher just? Is it just like watching ASMR? Like, he just his, his voice is so quiet and so soft. He's like, you trying to put me, to try, you trying to teach me or put me, put me to sleep? <laughs> well, he's trying to teach you to put people to sleep with your Ashi salami. <laughs> yeah, and you're the one, but you're the one who's actually sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put people to sleep. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, Danaher is definitely the hardest to watch. I, I never, I refuse to watch his instructions. Mm. And then. But like, it's, cause he's, it's just because he's from New Zealand and you're a massive racist towards New Zealandish people or something. I, I knew yeah, that's the... Just fake Australians. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that's that's going to get clipped. <laughs> Speaking of uh, instructions, man, like, are you watching any at the moment? Are you researching any of them, any particular one at the moment? Um, yeah, Gordon's back attack DVD and then, um, you know what, they're kind of taking a break from instructionals because I haven't really got, I haven't got, got a coach anymore since Jackson. I haven't really had a coach, so I've been teach, teaching myself for the past. What? When, when did he get exposed? Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one ish, I think. I can't yeah, remember. So, so I've had a coach for three years. Three years now. Mm-hmm. So I've been teaching myself that way. Mm-hmm. 
you know, self, did you give yourself a black belt as well? It's like, yeah, self-taught. Well, I, I trade and pay membership to Fight Zone in, in London. Hmm. So I go there once a week, but I don't actually attend any of the classes just because I can't. Because I, I teach about my own club, I still have time to attend hmm. classes. So when you set up the club anyway, uh, what's so it's for anyone who doesn't know, what's, what's the club called? Where is it? And uh, how much is it for uh, a very, very creepy private courtesy of you? <laughs> oh, it's called WTS. Uh, I knew I should. <laughs> <laughs> What, what? Yeah. Sorry. So, what does the WTF stand for? What for, what for tactical fighting? Is that where you teach people to win by advantage? That's tactical. It's tactical. No, we teach them all sorts from the, from the, from the, from the Jimmy Savile take, from the Jimmy Savile back take, the Jackson Sousa drill. Lovely. So, I imagine you guys fish hook everyone, and if, if you think fish hook is a legit strategy or something like that. Oh, you should all check is the, the right strategy. Mm. That actually feeds into the next question really well, since you uh, have a, a Jimmy Savile back take. Do you have any other nicknames for moves or positions that's like, because I know every gym, they have like a nickname for something, or I don't know, say one guy is really good at a pass, and they just call it the, that guy pass or something like that. So do you have into any nicknames for any moves or positions or anything like that? Yeah, maybe. I'm trying to think. One of my students has got a weird Peruvian necktie variation. And I can't remember what I called it, but some other country. I might rename it now. Just like, yeah, the the, the British necktie. <laughs> Stop. Is that just a bow tie? Yeah, I guess so. But it's a Peruvian necktie variation, and the Japanese necktie is taken. Mm. Peruvian neckties. What's so different about it? Like, what what does he do that makes it different? Well, he just he's mad. He's crazy flexible. He's like he gets things in from any any angle. He's a pro limb inserter, mm. and um, and yeah, so uh, he just kind of jumps. I remember and does it upside down, it's like an upside down Peruvian necktie. Fucking hell! This place to flex boy makes it work. Oh, that, that's fucking whack. I I hate flexing people so much. They're fucking annoying. Do you ever, they're really annoyed. I don't find I'm find it too difficult. You just got to like because a lot of them rely on their flexibility too much. And that becomes their disadvantage in some ways. Because when you realize you can, when you control the hips, that takes away a lot of their flexibility. And then um, you can use that to your advantage a lot of the time. I find people with like weird inhuman abilities rely on them too much. Mm. And, uh, it, it, it weakens their technical ability in some ways. Mm. I get you. So with the fa- if they have fast twitch muscle fiber, just like, Hold them where they can't fast twitch. Ah, well, it's you're in your left. It's just pull close guard, hold them as tight as you, hold them as tight as you can until until they calm down. Once they calm down, they're, they're all yours to, to dominate. Or just put them in reverse close guard and tickle their feet for about seven minutes until they piss themselves. Then you're around. We, are we just tickling them or, or, or what else are we doing while we're hanging with that thing? Well, see, tickling is legal in a match. Technically, you're not you know you're not going to get DQ'd for it. It's stupid no. to do it, but you're allowed to do it. So, you know, we'll just, we'll keep it, we'll keep it legal for a moment, for the moment. Keep it legal. You're fucking degenerate. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll stick with the Andrew Kanda, you know, my own special twist on the Anaconda choke. It's like the Anaconda choke, but I do it wrong. Andrew Kanda. If it works, isn't it technically right? No. Does it doesn't work. 
All right. So Jay, what's your preferred rule set for competition? Like what's your sort of, uh, you know, do you like ADCC, IPGF, sub only, or, you know, high rollers, if you're so inclined? Whichever one I, I win out, whichever one I win. <laughs> I look, most recently I've seemed to be doing better in sub only rule sets because there's no points and I can get, get dominated and still win. <laughs> My man. <laughs> I can get smashed and still win somehow. They're the rule sets I enjoy the most. Yeah. We should make a DVD systematically getting dominated but still winning. The sub only, how to game sub only fucking rule sets. True, because like, it's based on submission attempts. So I've got a guard pass, back taken. As long as I attempt subs, you still come out on top. That's why I'm a bit. And guys, here's how one buggy choke in the last minute of the match can get you the nod. Pretty much. I can't buggy choke. I'm too stiff. My necks are too short. But I don't. A buggy choke attempt, bro. Attempt, attempt, attempt. I tried, I tried my hardest, and I you make a really great, gritty face. Yeah, that's how you sell it. You really just gotta go like fuck it, uh, fuck it, yeah. really start grimacing and stuff. Then you are your end. What is it? Uh, that's why I'm annoyed. I signed up for the Polaris Contenders in a, in a few weeks, and it's a point rule set. And I'm like, I thought this was a sub, I thought this was a sub already show. Why, why, why is there points involved? I guess it makes it easier to score. But I'm like, I want to get dominated, then go for a random sub in the last minute and still win. Like when Jed fought, like when Jed fought, um, what's his name? Cody Steele? When the fuck did that happen? Before, like two years ago. Jeez, that must have been a while ago, because I have no, I have no mem- memorization of that. It was, last, it was a really good match. Like, it was fairly even, but I think Cody was getting the better of him. And the last minute, Jed pulled out, pulled out his knee bar out of nowhere, and that went in the match. I'll have a look see at that if it's on because Cody Steele, jeez, that guy is like a fucking brick wall. Like that guy is, uh, he's a solid looking dude. He is, but like he's had a couple of UK grapplers get the better of him, like Jed and Taylor Pearman. So it sort of shows how far the UK grappling scenes come. Mm. Uh, that's just a typical Yank. They can't stand the fucking Brits anymore. <laughs> they can't deal. They can't they, deal. They left us and changed our language and. But... Like this is getting a bit. Uh, this is getting a bit too political. <laughs> a certain kerfuffle happened. There was uh, a tea party or some kind. I think I. I was a whole details thing. are kind of foggy. So Jay, when's your next big comp? Like, uh, what do you have uh, planned at the moment? You're going to do. You're. I think you're, you're going to do Polaris Contenders there and uh, ADCC Trials. Is it right? Yeah, Polaris Contenders first. No, sorry, no Trials first. Then week after, week after is Contenders. Which is which is also not good for me because I'm cutting to sixty six, and then contenders in the re. So oh, I've so I've got a week to gain all the weight back on, or something, some of it. Bro, gaining weight's like the easiest fucking thing in the world, bro. I don't know why people are bitching. Gaining weight is so fucking easy. It's, it is like, like when, you, when you've been cutting for three months, and your thumb looks shrunk to the size of like a a, a nut. You like then you've got to eat, you've got to eat loads of food to, to get it back on again. <laughs> going to be a bit of a struggle yeah but i'm certain certain you can pull it off man you know uh i'm still gonna win yeah i'm definitely win trials but i'm gonna win contenders no i'm certain you could pull off getting your stomach back to normal size i didn't say anything about you winning it and like i i believe in you but not that much that's uh, <laughs> awful I'm, I'm, I'm not crying you are <laughs> Yeah, well, bro, I'm, I'm certain if trials doesn't go your way, there's a hot dog eating contest stuff that'll get your stomach back in, in fighting shape. No bother. Sure, could do, but I'll probably lose some six year old girl. 
Jesus. <laughs> like, that, that, that's another thing. In like really weird sports like that, like let's say an eating contest or something like that, do you think they separate the categories by gender? Because like, or whether seen some of these women that can eat a lot, of, lot of food. Some of these women can eat a shit ton of food. Like, was this one? This is a woman on Instagram. I forgot the name. She like swallows hot dogs whole. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I don't believe for a second you don't remember her name. I say. You have her. You have her followed on all your accounts. I don't believe that for a second. I'm sorry. Okay. I... I found her. Here we go. Leah Shapkova. Oh god. Do you watch her videos? Just how swallowing hot dogs fall. Yeah, I don't. I don't want that in my feed. I have a lot of weird shit on my Instagram in my feed and all that. But that that's where I draw the line. That's where I draw the line. I'll send you after the podcast. Yeah, I bet you, guys, if anyone gets bombarded with fucking weird hot dog eating videos, it's because of this fucking guy, so you know, you can blame him. I right, said, so Jay, uh, what's your proudest competition achievement, whether it was from uh, you competing, like winning something really quick, having a great match, or winning by 20-something points or something or other, or, you know, whether you were coaching your athletes and they all done really well because of uh, your tutelage, like, what's your sort of proudest competition achievement? Um, well, I won the key British without training in the key for four years. Uh, yeah, I remember that. That was pretty just, funny. Just to prove key does not work. Yeah. I like that as well because uh, the reason I like that that in particular is because you beat a guy who beat me. So I was like, my man. Uh, I'm not going you know, to name people on the podcast and stuff, but like, I'll send you. I told you like when back there, I was like, oh, that guy beat me. And you're like, oh, yeah. I I've, got him. The, I've got the memory of a goldfish. I can barely remember my name most of the time. Yeah. I'll send you a picture later. Be like, that's him. That's the guy who bested me. I have I avenged you. I've got to put you back. Yeah. All right. There's like a meme at my gym. Like one of my like one of my really close friends and training partners is, is and uh, so I kept losing to like 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 he'd always like I was losing to a few people and he would just fight them and beat them like three fucking times in a row. Like this one guy beat me my first purple belt comp and then my friend beat him like three fucking times in a row. I'm like, bro, the fuck? Why you gotta do me like that? Oh, oh I've got to prove that I'm shit. It's not like every, everyone knows that I'm shit. You don't have to go proving it. Like, <laughs> it's just embarrassing. Yeah. Like, come on, like you know, it's like you just gotta let it rip. You just gotta leave it in the air. You know, you just gotta leave it. You just gotta leave it. You don't gotta go poking the bear. It's like if someone comes into the room and half their fucking face is missing because they were just bob mauled by a bear, you don't be like, what happened, dude? It just used ruminate on it and just leave it it's like you don't tell you don't tell ugly, ugly person they're ugly you just let them be yeah you know and ever since people stopped doing that to me i've been getting on really well <laughs> yeah oh jeez so awful all right so when did you start coaching anyway because like uh so to get back to the question of uh your gym like how long has it been open anyway and uh what inspired the name uh it was just wtf because you thought it was funny and you just came up with waff for tactical fighting afterwards because it's in Watford, so you know, why not? You know, um, again, this is another long story. And so during, just before COVID, I started teaching in a Muay Thai gym. I was teaching jiu-jitsu in a Muay Thai gym, not Muay Thai, because I suck at Muay Thai. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so I started teaching that. And... Um, one of the, they, they told me about a gym in Watford, so I'm, I was like, "There's a new gym in Watford opening. Go check it out." Because it's closer to me. They're like, maybe they, they didn't want me to teach down because I'm like, "What's this gay shit?" In our, in our, in our voice club, <laughs> what's this gay shit? <laughs> what's this gay stuff? 
men cuddling, do do like it's the Muay Thai gym, not 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 a gay bar. Okay, I'm just saying, people who do Muay Thai are the last people who could say stuff is gay. Have you seen Thailand? There is a True. a very severe outcrop of uh, men who look like women. That's all I'm gonna say. True, and they do all, they do all pilgrimage to Thailand like it's some sort of safe haven. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. No, on the pilgrimage to Thailand, but no, um, so yeah, oh, I think Grimmage. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Apostrophe Grimmage. If they ever need the pill, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, some sort of pill. Everyone's lost comedia. Jesus. Just wear a Johnny or. Okay, do you know what's more effective than condoms? A gi. If you ever wear a gi, you're guaranteed to never get a girl pregnant or catch a sexual transmission transmitted disease because you're never going to pull any bitches. That is, that is the strongest form of, of contraception. <laughs> Wearing a fucking gi. <laughs> and I just think back, like, did you ever have a big gi phase, even when you were younger at all, or did you just not have like gi at all throughout your whole uh, stint of grappling? I just did gi because that was the thing to do back in the day. Now that no gi's finally taken over and everyone's realised it's better, it's looking like a bright future. But I think it's also it's also separating key people from nogi people. It's coming two separate sports. You've got guys like Fede Pena and Mirigardi admitting admitting nogi's better. Mm. Two of the top two of the top key guys in the world um, admitting nogi's much better. Mm. Um, and um, but yeah, me no yeah, I just always just a geek because that was the thing to do. And nogi was like the side the side thing. You know, Nogi was your, was like the side piece, the one you, yeah. you, you you go see her on the weekends. You know, the side piece. Yeah, it was. But now, um, you, you'd say you'd have a business trip, but then you just you know you're just going down the road to see her. Yeah, yeah, just just to take your gear off and then put on some tight lycra. But now, but now everyone's finally come out of the closet and the it's better. Yes. Okay, we could easily make a joke about how uh, doing all Nogi is like being gay that is finally socially acceptable, but like. I would never make it. I would never make a terrible joke like that. I would mm. never make a terrible joke about that. Never, but keep people just still in the closet. That's what. That's my opinion. <laughs> it fucking are as well. <laughs> my my favorite is the the, the 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 typical gee celebration is where they take both their fucking lapels out of the jacket and go like they're fucking flapping their wings or something. I'm like, oh, bro, you won, you won by advantage, bro. Shut up. Yeah, one by one. Yeah, that's that's thing. Like, gay people just like just win by one advantage to be like, oh, I'm a world champion now. Like, you, you know, you just stood out the whole fight for ten minutes and did nothing. I or you, like, um, okay, I'm not saying okay. This happens in Nogi too. Before we, does, like, before we shit up, like it does. Like, so it's a lot harder to do. Like, it's a lot harder to stall in Nogi. Even there's so much free free room to move and keep going, keep the fight move, moving. Yeah, or you could do like uh, okay. I don't want to speak ill of the dead at all, but Orlando Sanchez won ADCC in 2015 without scoring a single point or advantage. He won every single match by referee's decision, 0-0. I swear that happened. Maybe it did, I don't know, but yeah. I swear to God that happened, man. I'll, I'll, I'll find where the thing... I swear. Totally, bro. Yeah, I, I believe you. Yeah, I imagine, imagine so. Like, it does happen in Derby, but it's still less likely. And ADCC is hard. ADCC is hard to score. They make it really hard to score ADCC rule sets. Mm. Like to, to score, I think pass points or takedown points, you have to have either the bum or I think it's seventy five percent of their back on the on the ground. Yeah, because like or, what they what they class as a so what's it shoulder shoulders hip hip. So one of them like 
one each of them is 25 percent of a of yeah. the pin so you have to have yeah. three out of four of them on the ground for a pin yeah yeah so it's a, so it's a, it's a harder rule set to score because you can pass and then you try to pin on them and not accepting it and they total so even, even if they go to like what's it called or different things i think some people call it a technical side where you turn your sides it's even that's not a pin so if you'll be possible as guards they turn to their side and then yeah that's no score so, or my my favorite one is when they get mount and you just put your arm under and you just put yourself into a mount triangle because then that's not a score. Because what they class what they class as mount is you have both your knees on their hip and yeah. below their shoulders. So if you just throw one of your arms and shoulders into this fucking configuration, not not a pin. It's definitely a rule set you can manipulate. I guess learn the rules will help you in that sense. Mm. Like, you know, all these fucking... I love that they they draw the line at neck cranks. They let you fucking Connie Basami people and do heel hooks in, like... You know. as well, yeah. Yeah, but, like, uh, they'll, they'll watch your neck crank with, like, two arms. And like, oh, Lord, the horror. Neck cranking with two arms. You can twist her. And so, yeah, us, that twist is way worse than the neck crank. I don't know, bro. They just got the priorities all fucking backwards. Yeah, that's just why I think Jiu-Jitsu needs like one rule set, like one unified rule set. Mm. Like, both too many. Well, you, you, you say that, but then they're just going to get rid of the sub only, and they're going to add points. So, you, if you want a unified rule set, you're, you're people like you and me are never going to win matches ever again. Then, yeah, that's true. But at least there's one rule set to train for. Whereas, like, after every every show I go on or every tournament I do, it's got a different rule set, and you're like, now I've got to change my mindset, my game plan for this whole rule set, like. What is it? Uh, yeah, I've done, done shows before where it's like best of three, and I hate that rule set because, like, um, it's a point for every, every position, but there's no point for any sub attempts. So you go for a sub, say you've got the guy in Indian in arm bars fully on, but they pass your guard. Obviously, in the points scenario, that I'll be GF, that's fine, that's the rules. But, like, I feel like in these shows, there needs to be some incentive for going for subs. Yeah, or I don't like the best of three thing where it's like, I don't like rounds. I'm like, just have one long round ten, or like 10, like, 10 minutes at the most because God admit, Jiu-Jitsu is boring to watch. Yeah, it is. It's so like, I, I'm bored so, to watch. Okay, I've only ever had two 10 minute matches and one of them, I'm so glad none of them went to distance because I would have just been sick to death. The first one, I won in one minute and the second one, I won in five minutes. I'm just fucking. If I had to grapple, if I, if I had to do a ten minute round, I would have been so fucking just sick of it. Like, nah, nope, nope. I want to go. Yeah, surely people watching don't want to watch a thirty minute, forty minute, no time limit, whatever match. Unless you're Gordon. Why does he want it all the time? Because it's not, it's boring to do and it's boring to watch. I don't know. I think he he I don't know because like he I think he has good cardio. So like, and he is you know he is like the best around at the moment. So like. Anyone who could beat him couldn't probably won't be able to beat him after forty minutes shoving match at him. Yeah, like someone, like someone like maybe a Ty Rotolo or Tade Rotolo could put the pace on it on him for ten minutes straight, and then win the win the match in that in that sort in that sense. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, okay, if you had like a ten minute match and you had someone like Ty Rotolo able to put the pace on him, I don't think Gordon would take t- take the match. Well, to be fair, he's retired again for like the seventeenth time in the past year, but you know. That's it. This is all just speculation, really. Yeah, because his, his tummy, his tummy, his tummy hurts. Yeah, my tummy hurts. My stomach. Poor Gordon. 
Is, is it from steroids or, or is it from antibiotics? Who knows? It, oh, see, it's from the antibiotics. You have to take from taking steroids. So yeah, you know, there's that. Uh, there's a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it the staph biotypotics or is it the taking tablets? Because the tablets are going to fuck up the gut. Yeah, I don't know. That guy is fucking weird. You can't really trust anything he says because he's just such a such a bullshit merchant sometimes. So I just let yeah. it And his haircut, his, his new haircut as well. I'm not sure what's going on, going on with that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe every morning he he weighs up the pros and cons of getting the chop of shaving his head. He's like, another great option. Is, uh, option, I, I, I won't look like an idiot anymore. Yeah, the, 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 the autism final final level. Gord never listens to this. It's all just, this is all just memes. I totally swear, Gordon. Please invite it, me over to Train Machine, Texas. I swear, I'm, uh, I swear I'm cool. The, the autism final boss. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'll, I'll trash you about anyone and everyone. I tell you, I tell you, who's the king of the artists at the moment is Joseph Chen. That guy, he's king of the artists. Like cool no, he okay. He is cool. He's really cool. But in terms of in terms of skill gain, in terms of autism without steroids, that guy is the fucking king. Yeah, but like he's, he's just normal. Like he's he. He's, he's not. He's not a dick about it. So it makes him bearable. He's bearable. I think like yeah. like more. Yeah. Nah, I'm just keen to see how he does at the fucking uh, ADCC next year. That should be a fucking good one. I see him meddling. I see, oh, I see. It's gonna be between him, Mika. Him, Mika, PJ Barch, Cade, and Cade, I reckon. Mm. Let's see. Well, PJ Birch, how fuck he... he's he's getting up there in age. Like how long, how old is he? I don't know, but he beat JT last time, so that's he beat the the, the favourite to win last time. Mm. So he beat and he, and he nearly had Cade he nearly beat Cade in the last ADC so he's got potential to win if he just plays the right 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 strategy. So it's between them four in my opinion. Yeah. Who's the guy who took down Nicky Ryan in that one? Was that that wasn't PJ as well, or is that some, that was someone else? Dante Lilo. No, no, no. I mean, in the first match, I think. Um, oh, oh, that was um. What was that? Renato Canto. Can you say? Uh, I don't know. He'll, he'll come back to me when I fucking when he come back later. That's it. I right, so I'll just pull up the questionnaire. I got two questions from uh, our loyal listeners here. Oh god, you actually sent me the fucking uh, the hot dog one. I was like, did you actually send me this? It's, it's, it's a gummy worm, Mister. It's different. Right, you are you're sick in the head. Jay. You got issues, bro. Cold being a black belt. Uh, lad, I bet we're gonna get an exposed video about you in the next week after this episode drops. I'm gonna have to do a fucking public apology. I'm like, oh, I had this guy on. It turns out he's a sexual deviant. I was reading on Facts of Susa for like two years. <laughs> okay, so I, Jay, that's it. That's it. I can't fucking read. Jordan H. Little asks, what club has the best banter? <laughs> oh, it's been, been sure grappling. IOG. Hmm. Why do they have the best banter? Is it like, is it more lighthearted? Is it more personal jabs? Or is it all just gay jokes? All of the above. <laughs> okay. What if- Nice. Another question from Jordan is, why does he avoid gay people? Because they're disgusting. <laughs> Do you care care to elaborate as to why they have such disgustion? I think that's the word disgustion. I have such dis- disgust for them because... Disdain, that's the word, disdain. Disdain, yeah. Because, I mean, why, why, why are you hiding behind pajamas? 
<laughs> no, they're sleepy, man. You know, you can go to bed straight after training. You know, it's very econom- economical. It's like that meme. It was like, you have no power here. Like, take, take off a key. You're just sitting there like, you have no, you have no power here. Mm. Sure. That's a good one. Well, I mean, that's quantity. <laughs> I so um, what's it? Um, what would you say is your funkiest bit of training gear? Like, obviously, besides the one you wore at Grapple Fest, the one that said uh, Barbie, one that said you're kid off. Do you have any other bits of funky training gear? It's got to be the latest one that one of my students got me for Christmas. The OnlyFans Singular. I don't know if you saw it. Yeah, the, I saw. I actually saw your video of it t- t- today as well. That was uh, that was great. That's got to be my, my new top. My new top. I probably did be doing trials and that. You're allowed to wrestling, I think. Oh, you are. And uh, are you allowed to wear wrestling shoes as well, I think? Yeah, you are. I won't wear wrestling shoes because I'll get a helmet with these. But I'll be in my singlet. Lovely. Alrighty, so we've got the last question. Ready for the last question? It's, uh, okay. what's what's the most disliked thing about the jiu-jitsu community, in your opinion? Besides all the gay, gay guys and all that. Uh, other, than, other than gay people, so one, one below that or above that. Um... Too many, to me, sort of fake people. Everyone, I can't explain it in in small words, but there's a lot of fake fakeness going on in the jiu-jitsu community. A lot of fake coaches. It's fake coaches. There's a lot of coaches out there who've like not competing. It's not not necessarily a bad thing, but it's more like, like for example. Okay, best example, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be might as well speak on this because um, one of my friends, she's a blue or purple belt, I think she's like 60 kilos, and she got injured by a, a black belt coach from one of the Roger Gracie academies, um, not not from the H, not from the HQ, one of the affiliates. So this is, this is also that's another bad thing. Anyone can, anyone can be an affiliate these days, or Gracie Baja or or Roger Gracie. Just, just by sort of paying the money, paying the, the, the affiliation fees. Um, so there's a lot of fake coaches and fake McDojos out there. Mm. It's just the McDojos. A lot of McDojos. Yeah, like, I don't know. Right there, which, like, I fucking um, I don't really like all these, uh, or even just, like, I could I could technically become a fucking Roger Gracie affiliate with my shitty little shit here, despite paying it. Pay it to see. I don't know. Like, I don't know how he runs the discs, right? And I only met him once at the London Open. Well, I still like him. I got a picture of him because I think he's cool. But, like, you do have the whole mystique of the whole, um, if I if you have a gym and you're, like, an affiliate with a certain team, right? And there's already, this, you know, people have an expectation of quality. But then, like, you know, some of the, to be fair, some gyms are just good and some gyms are just shit, regardless of what fucking bit of paint you slap on it. It's like, it's not, like, having a bad team or a bad gym isn't necessarily a bad thing it makes sense like you can have like people you can have like a hobbyist gym where everyone people don't not everyone trains to be good at jiu-jitsu people train to have fun to blow off some steam or whether whether they train for whatever reason for self-defense or whatever they train for but there's a lot of what's the word irresponsible coaches like selling selling full streams to beginners who don't know any better like teaching poor te- like teaching poor technique and teaching things that are never going to work in a real situation, and people just take it for take it as work because they don't know any better. Yeah. So, like if if you were a complete beginner, you came to train with me, and I showed you how to do a flying arm bar that would only work on a, on a day one white belt. 
you're not better any better. And then you're going to trade for years, be like, hang on, I wasted five years, all this money and time to actually get nowhere. Mm. Ah, yeah, sure. People just teaching some bullshit. Like, I've seen some dodgy Instagram techniques. Oh, YouTube techniques. Don't get me, don't get me <laughs> fucking started. I have this, I have this friend I text and each and every day, all we send each other is reels that we find of someone drilling a technique, people who never compete drilling techniques and people who aren't resisting and it's shit that won't work. Every other day it's like, that's bullshit, that wouldn't work. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get on. Yeah. Forget, yes. It's the, it's the poor techniques. That's what I'm trying to get, to, get trying to get at. So it's, that's what I'm trying to, it's like that. It's like people doing moves that will never work. Or again, what gets me is uh, people, there's so much of it going around that you can't, you can't, you don't have enough people text like commenting saying that wouldn't work. That's fucking bullshit. Or put a video of you do hitting it in a round or hitting it in a comp. But then loads of, look at loads of views and likes. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah. Cause it looks cool. And, uh, or my favorite is, um, I'll throw in shade to anyone in particular, but like, you know, you'd have like attractive looking women who've been training for a year who are magically blue, blue belts already. And, uh, they just put, put up stupid fucking videos of them doing a fucking silly move that doesn't work. I'm like, bro. Oh, no, that, that's that, that stuff I enjoy watching. I always say like, <laughs> if, it's, if it's a woman doing it, it's different story. Unless they're from Thailand, then you wouldn't like it just to be safe. What what in Thailand? <laughs> You're fucking sick in the head. <laughs> Alrighty. So guys, I think we're just gonna leave it there. So Jay, do you have anything to say before we shoot off? Um no, thanks for time. <laughs> it wasn't a long time, but it was a good time. All right. Good time. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed. I'll have Jay's Instagram and his Jim's Instagram in the description below. And if you want to leave his filth, you can follow him directly and check out his matches soon. And uh thanks for listening, guys. Adios. <laughs>